I will yeah. say I did miss the dress up montage though. Oh yeah, they didn't do one I of those. I did. Um, I guess Rachel Lee Cook, you know, got that and she's all that, right? She got the makeover, so she didn't oh, want to do it again. <laughs> we can't make her over again. It's been too done. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. And if you found your way here, you probably love romantic comedies. Awesome. We should be friends because we do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have Love, Love Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And we have a few things to talk about before we get into that. First of all, we got an, uh, a DM from Hillary on Instagram, at RomCom Where You Want. She said, two important things to say. One, thanks for making this podcast. I've enjoyed it. Listening to every episode, my stockpile of useless movie trivia just <laughs> keeps on growing. Uh, her and her roommates actually just watched, uh, set it up last night. and She said she was able to pull out all these fun facts uh, she learned from the recap to her roommate's amazement. So we're really happy. Thank you so much for uh, for listening and yes, sharing. Yes, thank you so, so much, Hillary. She also wonders if we can do Parent Trap and also if Parent Trap is indeed a romantic comedy. I'm going to say it's not. Sorry, it, Hillary. No, no, no. It, there is definitely a rom-com a aspect. Rom-com. Yes, it is. It is a rom-com for sure. Wow. It's, it's not one to Lindsay Lohan's. Yeah. Being, if we can agree, being tyrants to this poor lady. <laughs> oh my God, poor lady? Come on. No way. This is like a mix of like Freaky Friday and Cinderella with, uh, you know, a little bit of a romance to Freaky it. Freaky Friday, Cinderella, two inexplicable British Lindsay Lohans. Isn't yeah, she Yeah, but British you got the evil well? stepmom, you know? Sure. Or soon to be, I should say. Um, we also have a big announcement. Next month, our movie picks will be solely listener requests yes because we get a, a lot of messages like hillary's in our dm saying hey can you can you do this movie next and we actually do try to line up a lot of those mm-hmm. um but there's only so many we can do we, we do one movie each week so we thought you know what let's just take a whole month and hammer out four of these requests that we've gotten starting with well actually i mentioned the notebook earlier and sarah's already pushing back on me a bit i want about time because i've never seen it and we've gotten a few requests yes. for about time yeah but it's the notebook sarah i think we should do a poll well we already did a poll it was march madness and the notebook won that's yeah. why i was putting it in we will do that one but i think we should do a poll this week okay a poll this week yeah. so so it's either going to be about time or the notebook because we can't do two rachel mcadams yes and you guys have to vote yes and we'll go with the winner and aside from that, the other three are locked in. They are things that people have either DM'd us about or messaged us or put in a review that they would like us to do. Yes. Uh, so those ways that you can get at us, I already said, on Instagram, at Rom-Com Rewind. We're also on TikTok, by the way. Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review there as well. Subscribe if that's where you're listening. Or uh, Spotify, follow us. So like we said, today we have a 2020 Netflix romantic comedy, Love Guaranteed. This is directed by Mark Steven Johnson. Are you aware of this guy's history? No, I'm not. Okay, I'll be honest. Uh, comic book guys oh. might have an issue with this person. Oh, <clears throat> I thought you meant like he did comic books. Okay. Well, well, he is responsible for the 2003 Daredevil movie. He oh, directed that. Oh, no. <laughs> Your reaction is pretty... Oh, See, I liked it, but I know that the masses did not. The masses didn't so much that I think Ben Affleck went into hiding for yeah. like six years oh, after it came that's... out. <laughs> and did he do Electra too? 
Uh, no, he didn't do okay, Electra. Interesting, because they had the same vibe. Well, you're right. The, the Electra mm-hmm. was kind of like the the spinoff yes. sort of thing, just with Jennifer Garner, right? Uh, as Electra, he was also responsible for um, uh, 2007's Ghost Rider. That was the oh. one with Nicolas Cage. No, Nicolas as, Cage. As the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then, but then he's done other stuff like When in Rome. He did the oh, okay, 2018 cute. Christopher Robin movie, which I've heard good cool. things about. Yes. And now he has Love Guaranteed, which is the story of Susan, played by Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, you're saying to yourself, that name's a little bit familiar, Devin. Yeah, she was Josie. In from she's Oh, from the Pussycat Dolls. Josie and the Pussycat. I was going to say, she also was the star in She's All That. Oh, yes, she was. Like, I would say that movie's bigger than Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, man. That. That's like quintessential... Like rom com from the nineties. Oh, she's all that. What's bigger, Josie? And, no, I think she's all that's probably bigger. 100%, I think you're right. Yeah, we may have to do a poll for that one oh, too. Oh my god, because she's all that. I think somebody has asked us to do it. Yes, and it is on. It is on Netflix right now. So oh maybe we'll have, just have to do another month of requests. <laughs> there you go. That's all this is going to become. <laughs> um, is that a bad thing? So sit. No, it's not a bad <laughs> thing. Hey, we love when people reach out. Like. We want you to be a part of this podcast and yeah. you telling us to do certain movies. Hell yeah. Like, mm-hmm. unless it's The Parent Trap. Sure, oh we'll God. do it. No, okay. I'm kidding. No, no. I'm kidding, Hillary. Uh, so Susan is a lawyer in Seattle. Does a lot of work pro bono. She's kind of the, uh, I don't care if I get paid. I just want to help people. And then she realizes, oh, no. I need money because my I have practice, bills. Yeah, my practice is going to go under if I don't get paid. Major yikes. Incomes. Nick, played by Damon Wayans Jr. He has a lawsuit that he wants to file against a dating website called Love Guaranteed. Now, the thing is, this site guarantees that you will find love. And in the legal fine print, they say you need to go on about a thousand dates for this guarantee to apply. Not about a thousand dates. A thousand Exactly a thousand dates. Yeah. And they're thinking no moron's actually going to go on the a thousand dates, so they are (laughs) absolved legally. Well, the thing is... Nick actually went on, at, at the point of the start of the movie, I think 986 dates. Correct. So he is going to hand Susan this lawsuit and say, hey, I've got all the documentation. I, I have everything written down from every single date I've gone on. And when I hit 1,000 dates, we can legally sue them for whatever. <laughs> yeah, they never really mention exactly what they're suing them for. I think it's damages of... I don't know. I feel oh, like anytime okay. somebody doesn't know what to do in legal speak, they say, we're suing for damages. It's like, what does damages mean? I, I don't <laughs> Define know. Define damages. <laughs> yeah. So he wants to sue, but then we realize as Nick and Susan are kind of going through the paperwork and all the ins and outs of the lawsuit, maybe some love blossoms between those two. So what are your thoughts on this movie? I thought this movie was cute. It reminds me of an over-exaggerated rom-com like the movie Isn't It Romantic with Rebel Wilson. But the difference is that Isn't It Romantic is is trying to be over-exaggerated where like this one is just, it's not like, it's not trying to be it. It just is. It just is, yeah. Yeah. It's a cute movie. I think they could have done, um, like I liked it. It was a great watch. It was an easy watch. It was fun. Um, I think they could have done more with it. Uh, I wanted to feel their connection more, you know? Yeah. But but otherwise, yeah, I thought it was cute. So, yeah, I, I agree with all that. This movie is, it's a pep and cheese pizza. 
It's another one. I know we've talked about it before. A pep and cheese pizza. Pepperoni and cheese pizza. Because everyone likes Hallmark Christmas romantic comedies, right? <laughs> Why? Because it's simple. It's easy. You don't need to focus on anything too much. You always know what it's going to taste like. It's exactly the same every time. Nobody can mess up a pep and cheese pizza. And that's kind of comforting sometimes. There's no surprises. This movie is a pep and cheese pizza. Like, I wasn't rolling on the floor laughing, mm-hmm. although it was funny at times. Damon Wayans Jr., he, he He's has great. some timing. I like sure. him. Yeah. He's the, the best part of this movie. I was going to say, yeah. I didn't love his character, but I know him from other stuff. So it's like, ah, like... I know you can nail it. This one, yeah. you didn't nail it, but I don't think that's on you. I think that's on the script, you know, because I've seen you nail it before. <laughs> but, like, I didn't cry. I wasn't laughing out loud. I didn't hate it. The acting was decent. I'll give both him and Rachel Lee Cook, like, y- you guys did all right. But, like, it's kind of like when, when you've had a long day at work and you just get home and you kind of want to pour a glass of wine and focus <laughs> on 80% of something. Oh, is that what you did? Yeah. It's like those HGTV shows that you watch, Sarah. You just you don't really want to focus on anything. You just want to kind of like, oh, it's, okay, building a house again. Sweet. If you're gonna describe it <laughs> and compare it to that, I mean, I I do watch, you know, those house flippers or whatever. Flippers of flop because house flip and flop. I think it's called flipper flop. Um, There's like twenty that have the name flip and or flop <laughs> in them. Yeah, like they're just nice. They're mindless. So yeah. is that what you this this movie was to you? Mindless. This movie was. We're gonna just like you said. We're gonna hit all the cliche romantic comedy yeah. spots, and when it happens, I'm like, oh. Here it comes. Here's her longingly looking out the window while drinking a glass of wine and rain is hitting the window yeah. in front of her. It's like, oh, okay. like I said, it was like sure. pointed and over exaggerated. Like you <laughs> like you knew exactly what they were trying to get at and trying to do. And unfortunately, like they weren't trying to over exaggerate. They were just doing it. <laughs> they were just making a romantic comedy. It just ended up hitting all the cliche moments. Very much But like, so. I'm not going to hate all over it for it because sometimes you need this. Sometimes you, do. you just need to sit down and focus on 80% of a movie and yeah. have that be a pleasing pep and cheese pizza. I will say I did miss the dress up montage though. Oh yeah, they didn't do one I of those. I did. Um, I guess Rachel Lee Cook, you know, got that and she's all that, right? She got the makeover, so she didn't oh, want to she- do it again. <laughs> we can't make her over again. It's been too done. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook, I want her to be on more in more stuff. So interestingly, she has done a few Hallmark movies Oh, lately. I actually have the list oh, right in front no of you. Oh, no way. Okay, I did not, but I knew that she did them. From 2004 yeah. to 2014... Mm-hmm. She had 15 different roles, yeah. 11 of which were direct-to-video films, whether that's Hallmark movies okay. or just like the stuff on Showtime that airs at like 11 o'clock at night. That What we would have called blockbuster faves. Yeah, straight-to-video. Not... Vid- like it, yeah, it straight never to went video. to theaters, but yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll pick it up at blockbuster yeah. and like, what is this? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so what do we think of their meet-cute in this movie? She's getting coffee, and he's also there in line, and she's on the phone, totally just concentrating on the phone call, and he just starts walking with her down the street. I like his character is very strange. He's kind of aloof, and I like that because you don't always get that kind of character in with a romantic guy. comedy with with, the, with guy. the guy for sure so yeah i like that he was just walking with her and she's like why are you talking to me and he's like <laughs> we're just walking in the same direction am i oh, i just started a conversation like that's how you talk to people <laughs> 
he does make mention of her coffee choice, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like, what do you think about a pumpkin spice latte? I, I hate them. What? I don't like them. Whoa. I know. I know. I don't like a pumpkin spice latte. You know when somebody brings something up and you think, ah, we're going to agree on this. This is an easy one. How? I love pumpkin spice lattes. They're too sweet for me. Even if I go half a pump, like at Starbucks, I can't do it. I'm like, you're physically hurting me with your words right now. That's horrible. The PSL, I just can't do it. They're great. Although, shout out to the oat milk lattes. That's what I'm drinking right now. Silky smooth. It's so good. I feel like such an a-hole ordering an oat milk (laughs) latte, though, so I only do mobile orders now for it because I don't want want to say it out loud. Okay, that is not a complicated order if you think that's a complicated order. No, but it just, I don't know. Anytime I'm like using a milk alternative, I feel like. Oh my God. I think they probably use that more now than they do regular milk. probably true. You're probably right. After that meet cute, Mm -hmm. Susan walks into her work. Nick walks in right after her because it turns out after that very strange meet cute, he is a prospective client. He is. For her to be his lawyer. And that's when he presents her with the business case. Or sorry, not the business case, the, the, the lawyer case. The, the lawsuit. Case. The lawsuit. Wow. wow, we got there though. The lawsuit where he explains to her, listen, in the fine print of this company, they say you need to go on a thousand dates. We guarantee you're going to find love. And he has been on 986 dates and he has not found love. So that's the lawsuit right there. Which like, can I just say the fact that they have like the number in there, somebody will obviously do it. Like some some person will go and make that effort to get a lawsuit, to file a lawsuit to get money. Like that is why McDonald's has to put caution hot, hot coffee. <laughs> coffee is on hot. all of their cups yeah. because somebody spilled it and sued them because it was hot coffee. Like, hello, it's common sense. So, devil's advocate, if you call yourself love guarantee and you are guaranteeing oh, love, man. does there need to be a quantifiable way to guarantee that love? We will. Well, I mean, <laughs> we will guarantee. I guess a it's a thousand days. days. I was gonna say that that might have been what happened. That should be their slogan, though. What? What? Guaranteed by a thousand dates. <laughs> by a thousand dates, <laughs> or your money back. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wow. So a, a big premise in this movie is how has Nick gone on so many dates mm-hmm. and not found love? Right. So the way Nick goes through all 1,000 of these dates as efficiently as possible is that he stacks dates on top of each other. He does a breakfast, lunch, and dinner BLD. BLD. Oh, yeah, yeah, a little BLD in your life. Yeah. Uh, three dates a day, seven days a week. You can actually get through 1,000 dates in close to a year doing it that way. Really? How? Yeah, but I mean three a day times 365. That's over oh, 1,000. You can right. even take some days off, girl. Christmas, okay, holidays okay. maybe. Have you ever stacked a date on top of another date? I don't think so. Really? No. I mean, why? Why would I? I uh, you would. You would hope that that the date would go well. That you would do that for your day activity. Yeah. Well, I I think Nick and I are of the same mind in that. Most of the time, it doesn't go as well. And sometimes, you, like, I'm not saying I used to stack dates on top of each other, mm-hmm. but like. If you're on a date, maybe it's an early dinner, you know, you start at six o'clock after work. What are you, 50, 60, 70? What are you, 80? 80. (laughs) I had to think about that for a second. Hold on. 
What are you, 80? You're starting? You're starting? Well, that started at 50. And I know, like, and I was oh, like, no, young, no, too, too young. young. Too young. Way too young. Let's go up. This is real old man yeah, behavior. Whoa. Here. Yes. It is. I don't know, a little after work drink. But like, okay. you, I, I would, you know, let's say it's not going well. Right. You throw another line out into the water. Hey. I'm sorry. I, I'm going to text hold, somebody else and see. Hold on. You would, while on a date, yeah. you would text someone else yeah. more of a booty call, really. 100%. So you would do that while you're on a date with somebody else to line up something else <laughs> so that you can go and do something. Yes. You're terrible. Yes, I would. That's awful. I've got a question. How long do you think it takes uh, to figure out if you like somebody on a date? Like 20, 30 minutes? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say 15. Okay. I would say 15 minutes into mm -hmm. this 6 o'clock date because old man Devin <laughs> is out here dating people. I realize, oh, no, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> Maybe you even catfished your date. Maybe <laughs> they don't even want to go be on a date with you because yeah. you're 80. <laughs> <laughs> I asked me for a 5.30 tea and crumpet. I don't, uh, I don't think this is going to work. We're yeah. eating mashed peas? <laughs> prune juice? <laughs> so God. gross. A shot of prune juice after dinner. <laughs> this, I don't know if this guy's going to work out. So yeah, I'll, I'll set up. I'll, I'll toss another line out into the water. Hey. Terrible. I, I'm out with a friend right now, but like, you want to hang out later? You don't even say, I'm out on a date. Do you want to hook up no, later? No, of course not. You yeah, lie I mean, about I guess that. that would be. Yeah, <laughs> that you lie about be that good. every time. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So leading into that. He goes through the wild dates that he's been on. So he has kept folders of every single date that he has been on, the 986 so far, and he names them all by the one that or the one about. So very similar to like what Friends, the show Friends did. Yeah. Every episode is the one with or the one that... The one who brought her parents. The one, yes. Yeah. So the one that talked about cats all night and doesn't own one. The one who brought her parents and connected... With the dad more than the girl. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And he kind of just like went on and on and on about it. And it was hilarious. Do you have any crazy, like, what's your craziest date story? Oh, craziest date story. I mean, like, if I'm just going straight, straight up, like, dating apps. Oh, <clears> yes. There was, uh, there was one girl I matched with one time where, like, her friends started DMing me on Instagram to confirm that I was the guy that her friend was talking to. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, very that's weird. Odd. Yeah. So I didn't even go on that day. But like, imagine you match with somebody and you're chatting. And then like some random girl on Instagram is like, hey, are you chatting with Emma right now? <laughs> that's like, kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but here's the thing. As a guy, you know, like 90% sure they're sitting down beside each other. Yeah, for sure. And And she's like, maybe you should message him to see what he says. And so, like, you know, she messages me on so Instagram. Weird. It's like, this is what he said on Instagram <laughs> to me about talking to you. It's like, dude, I don't, I don't want all that BS. That's, that's, that's too much smoke. That's a lot of drama. That's <laughs> yeah, a lot that's, of drama. That's drama that hasn't even happened yet. Like, we haven't even gone on a date yet. We yeah. got weird drama. No, <laughs> don't love that. <laughs> okay, so then she comes up with this crazy idea that maybe for research, she should go on dates. Yeah. She has not been on dates, you can tell, just from the beginning of the movie. She just hasn't been on dates in a long time. She keeps very busy with her law firm. Yeah. They don't go well at all. Another example would be like a little later on in the movie. She texts Nick. She says, you up? Question mark. And yeah. doesn't even know the the hidden meaning behind saying 
to somebody. Yeah, he says like, you is this a booty call? This, and she's like, yeah, oh my I'm, God, no. Yeah, she's like, like oh my God. Clearly I don't know. a booty call. Susan. Absolutely. Like everyone would know that the you up, yeah. question mark, is a booty call. I want to talk about some online dating terms and lingo. Okay. Some classic ones. Do you know what benching is? Benching, like I'm going to put you on the bench. Like yes. you are no longer in on my roster. But you text them just often enough to keep them in the loop, to keep them interested while keeping your other options open. If you played a sport, you know when the coach benches somebody, it's like, I'm just going to leave you over. And if Bobby happens to, you know, pull a hammy, now, all right, now you're out there again. Good. Job. It's the same thing with Lisa pulling a hammy and we're like, all right, well, now Susan's in the game now. <laughs> God. Okay, so catfishing. I think most of, of us know what catfishing is. Yeah. You know, you think you're messaging one person and then, you know, it turns out that they're not what they look like at all. Well, it's just anytime the photo is not the representation of the person, I guess, or doesn't misrepresents the person yes. a little bit. Yeah. You ever had one of these moments where like you want to go on a date with somebody and the photo them and then the real them are just two completely different people? I have not. Really? Have you? I've kind of. Okay. You know what? I, I won't say she catfished me, but I will say, and I think everybody's realized that this is a faux pas, but if you haven't realized, yo, have at least two or three pictures of just yourself. When you have only oh group God, shots yes, yes, on your Tinder, worst. you have no idea who you're talking to. I'm like, yeah. okay, like in pictures one and five, that girl on the left is in both. <laughs> but in pictures three, I don't think she's there. So like, who in the world am I talking to it's right true. now? <laughs> it is very like deceiving. You don't really know. Yeah, like on. I've gone on a, da- a date where I'm like, I'm 70% sure I know which chick this oh is. Oh my God, that's bad. <laughs> and girls are usually not terrible with group pictures. It's more guys. I, oh, guys know. are really bad for Yeah, them. We're idiots. Okay, catch and release. Talking about fish. Oh yeah, catch and release. What is that? That's like... Uh... That's like a one-time deal, right? We're just going to... Yes. So it's it applies to hooking up a sure. one-night stand with somebody you don't have a strong emotional attachment to, and you would then release back into the pool for somebody else to hook up with. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so have you heard of freckling, though? Uh, is that like how your freckles only come out in the sun? So it's the opposite of cuffing season. Freckling is when someone is only interested in a relationship during the warm summer months. Well, they're idiots. That's the stupidest <laughs> concept. That makes no sense. I'm just telling you what freckling means. Where did that come from? And then, of course, ghosting. Oh, yeah. Ghosting is when the person who you're texting or dating suddenly vanishes without telling you why. Literally just vanishes, like is no longer found. You've just been ghosted. Mm. I like the um, the asterisks on this where you can also submarine somebody. You can submarine. You can ghost them I was for hoping you were going to bring that but up. But then you, you resurface nine <laughs> months later. Hey, I'm still here, by the way. Then maybe you hang out once or twice and then they submarine again. Is that kind of, it's also similar. I found submarining to benching. Benching, too, yeah, right? a, little bit, a little bit. Except except submarining, you don't, you have no contact. And then you submarine and you say, hey. I was going to say, yeah, benching, you're still like, this person. In a pinch, this person might need to play some minutes for me. Right. So I, I want to keep them on the roster. Yes, yeah. You got to keep them just interested enough yeah. to be there. Just yeah. on the hook a little bit. Yeah. We're either basketball or fishing references. Right? <laughs> big time. Big time. <laughs> That's lots all dating of, is. Lots of sports and fishing references right now going on. Yeah. Behind the scenes, Susan has also been interviewing a lot of Nick's previous dates just oh, to make right. sure she's covering all her bases. Yes. And she happens to be spying on him. On his 1,000th date. Yes. 
the it's date the ends big up, night. The big night. The date doesn't go well. It's awful. Susan makes a scene, or somebody around Susan makes a scene. Nick recognizes her. They end up having dinner together. Since this is my best scene, I kind of want to go and dive deeper. Okay, let's the dive. The fact that the thousandth date that he is on with her, this girl, mm-hmm. she doesn't laugh at his jokes, has a billion allergies, doesn't eat anything on the menu, wants things like ordered specifically to her liking, is just pretty much an all night, all time nightmare date. Like when I go on dates, I wouldn't just order a salad. Like I'd order something I actually want to eat. Yeah, I like remember our... on our first date, you ordered a poutine. Yeah, very embarrassing in <laughs> retrospect. I was just so hungry. You weren't <laughs> eating. And I'm like, yo, we're at like, it was kind of like a, nah, I shouldn't say it's a pub. It was like a genuine restaurant pub. It was gastropub. Th- they had better food than what I ordered. I could have ordered a burger and saved Well, I think you just really bit. wanted a poutine, really but I'll never forget that. Yeah. And really, it, I didn't care. Having met me in the first five minutes, um, I'll take a beer and a Well, it wasn't in the first five minutes. We definitely, there, there was some, I laid a foundation of, okay, is it going to be appropriate for me to order a poutine <laughs> right now? Well, yeah, because then she goes and she, like you said, they go and sit at a different table and they're, they're having dinner themselves and she orders a burger. Yeah. And the waitress even says like, I like her. And I just thought that was really cute. The whole scene was hilarious. The drunken past date that she had had came in that guy was, was just, actually really funny yeah like it was just all around a really that was a good scene that was the best scene for me in the entire movie that the guy she went on a date with was doing one of those like 16 hour fast um, he fasting was fasting things, yeah and he's acting like a sloth where every word i think he was actually falling asleep seems painful you know, <laughs> the the DMV um, guy in Zootopia, the sloth. The yeah, sloth. exactly. Yeah. So I really like her car in this movie. It's a uh, it's, it's it's cute. Endearing. I really like the color of it. Her car, though, only plays one song forever. Tiffany. Tiffany. I think we're alone. Now. Oh, my God. Yeah. I like it. the song's good. One once. But to hear it all throughout the movie. Good God. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. <sighs> Do you know the reasoning behind that? No. I, I don't know if this is factual or not, but the Umbrella Academy yeah. used that song massively in season one, and I think they used a promo using that song to promote season two. So I'm going to reason <laughs> that Netflix, just for a 12-month span, had the rights to Tiffany, so they're like, let's just throw it in everything. Let's let's Maybe. put a character in a romantic comedy where it's the only song that plays out of oh her my car. God. Yeah, let's get the money's worth. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, song let's for get our money out of Tiffany. I, oh I bet God. that's actually accurate. Probably. If your car could only play one song, what would it be? Oh man, you know what? I'm gonna say something long with a lot of gear changes. I know this is one of Sarah's favorite songs. But Meatloaf, Paradise by the oh Dashboard Light. Oh my god, Light. I don't think I could listen to that song forever. But though. like, here's my reasoning. It's not my favorite song. I can just sing the whole thing. You can sing the whole thing. But but here's the thing. It's like, how long is it? Like seven minutes long? No, oh, I think it might be longer. And there's like phase shifts. I feel like it's two <laughs> separate songs it, it, in yes, one. Yes, it does feel like that. So, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a two a, for one. Yeah, I'm getting a two for one deal here. That's a, a steal bogo. on two songs. Yeah, buy one, get one free. <laughs> you don't need just Tiffany. I'm going to do Meatloaf or I'm going to do like a Led Zeppelin power ballad where okay. it's like nine minutes of guitar solo. At least it varies things for me. This is what would true. you pick? I would probably pick uh, a Spice Girls song. 
like oh wannabe stop or spice up your life or walking on a dream by empire of the sun oh walking on a dream is cool yeah yeah that that can be vibey especially totally. for like late night drives yeah. spice girls though <laughs> i don't know about that pick i'm, I'm gonna oh, really? i'm gonna push back a little bit just because they're so like they're very high energy they are. They're super fun. And, but, so, like, imagine if you're having a bad day. Like, no, I just got true. fired. I'm then crying in my listen, car. Then I wouldn't listen to, to anything. No, 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 no. Spice up your life. Everybody, there you go. Spice up your life. People of the world, spice up your life. Ah. Meanwhile, Sarah's sobbing into her steering wheel. Oh, I got fired. That's okay. Scary Spice is like, come on, everybody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe then walking on a dream. <laughs> Empire of the Sun can be for all vibes. Okay, so turns out she actually likes him. She likes Nick. Susan likes Nick. The lawyer from the other side calls and basically says, like, we know that you have an online dating site. Mm. It's kind of like a conflict of interest. If you guys fall in love, which we think you're going with we think you're going to, that right there, it doesn't stipulate it has to be directly through the website, it just indirectly even. Sure. Yeah, She would be indirectly or even directly because she had technically has a site. I mean, all the arguments in this movie are very flimsy. Like They're even very Nick, surface. Yeah, Nick being <laughs> like, I didn't fall in love. It's like, how do you prove love in court? Yes. The same thing with this. Like, hey, if you fall in love with her, it's like, well, just lie. Lie about, which is what they kind of tried to do. Well, and I, and I guess another question I would have is that, like, did he know he was going to do this lawsuit? ahead of time because he kept folders on every one of them so like date yeah. one he has everything like the date the time the place i mean he went to the same places but like a, the quirky weird thing about that person as to why he didn't fall in love i mean i guess like did he premeditate his his whole lawsuit like, that's what i would say i think so so as as we learn through this lawsuit and as the movie plays out is that uh nick had an ex fiance ariana and she it's implied maybe she cheated on him regardless she left him for another guy yeah and he's very emotionally broken from that so i think i think it's kind of implied that he went about this trying to prove that love isn't real or that you can't manufacture love or yes or something like you can't that. buy it you can't buy a love. site exactly yeah. i think he was very jaded when he started on the site so yeah i think i think you're not wrong i don't know if he went at Ah, no, I, I think he did go about this thinking I'm going to sue them one day. Well, and just like, I mean, in the movie, though, you don't, he d he doesn't come up, like, he, he doesn't say that. He's like, I didn't premeditate this lawsuit. It kind of is like, I got to 986 and realized I'm not going to find love by a thousand. And it's like, yeah, well, you, no, you already, dude. you already went into it with such a negative mindset. Yeah. Like, if, clearly you weren't going to find anyone. If I'm having three dates a day, seven days a week, and I'm keeping receipts on all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I'm planning for something. Agreed. Future. Which begs the question, like, what kind of person is he to go about doing that? Like, the poor girls. But then he, he's like, I'm doing it for them, too. And I'm like, Meh, are you? Yeah. Are I, you doing it for the $5 million that you're going to get from this? So the website, Love Guaranteed, that mm -hmm. Nick and Susan are both on, it's implied to be kind of like a, a Match.com or yeah. maybe like a more refined Tinder, perhaps. Do you think it's possible, based on your name, to be better or worse at Tinder? What I mean is, like, do you, do you think some names are more attractive than other names on, like, a dating site? I think so. 
Yeah. Really? Okay, you do. Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, if you come across like a... A Chad, a, a Thad, a, or a Brad. Yeah, you're just kind of like a, hmm, you know, like, why are you named this? There's like a a, a stigma attached to the name. Sure. Can I can I throw a few names at you? So, so sure. this is like a statistical truth that okay. these names mm-hmm. are swiped right more often on Tinder. Okay. So for guys, number one yep. is Lucas. Lucas. I think Lucas is an unassuming name. Like, I don't know any asshole guys named Lucas. You know what I mean? It's true. They're all either nice or good guys. Yeah. I mean, the short form of Lucas is Luke. Luke? Luke. Yeah, I don't know any bad guys named Luke. No, me neither. Next is Ryan. Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Okay. Matthew. Okay, Matthew. Nick and Josh round out the top five. I feel like these are all 90s names. <laughs> oh, yeah. For, well, who's using Tinder the most, I guess, right? Like, people yeah. in that age group. Yeah. Josh, I'm kind of surprised by. Me too. I don't know a ton of Josh's. Oh, I know a ton of Josh's. Oh, do you? Mm, yeah, a little touch and go. Oh. But maybe, so So this is just people swiping right. So maybe Josh's right. are just naturally more attractive than everybody else, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. For... Females. Okay. So guys swiping right on women. Yeah. Number one, Hannah. 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 I get it. Hannah sounds fun. Hannah. You can be fun? any Hannah in the world, and I think you're probably a little bit more fun. My name was supposed to be Hannah. Whoa. Yeah. Instead but Sarah. But actually, lots of people won't get this joke, but or this this thing. But my parents didn't want me being called Hannah White because it's like Vanna White. Because it's like Vanna White. Yeah. That's a little bit of a from, stretch. From Wheel of Fortune. So from, Just yeah. letting everybody know who doesn't get that. It's from Wheel of Fortune. Oh, and the girl who t- turns the letter's name is Vanna. Yeah, Vanna White. Yeah. Uh, next up, Emma. <laughs> okay. Emma's also a fun name. There's lots of Emmas. I, that's a very popular name. That's, but Emma is yeah. like you're kind of spunky, you know? Like I feel spunky. like we're going to have a fun time. Okay. Lauren. Lauren. Okay, I know a lot of Laurens. Yeah. Julia. Julia. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Emily. Emily, um, I don't really get. Again, lots of 90s names. Yeah. Emma, Emma's definitely big now. Um, but yeah, lots of 90s names. Hannah's was, just was, fun. Was mine on there? Uh, I think, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Spelt incorrectly. Oh. There was Sarah without an H. Wow. You're Sarah with an H, with which an is H. funny that they actually specify that. Most more, I think more people are spelled without the H now than with the H. Well, you're not as attractive on Tinder with the H, Freaking so rude. you should probably lose it if you want to go back on, uh, <laughs> oh on Tinder. Oh my God, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> so Nick and Susan, their love starts to blossom and it manifests when uh, Susan, her sister's going into labor. Yeah. She lives next door to her sister. And Nick happens to be over, so Susan and Nick watch over Oliver, the sister's kid. And at the end of that, you know, the the cheesy music's playing. <laughs> They're looking longingly into each other's eyes. Yes, it's going to happen. You know, oh my God, something's about to happen here. Yeah. And Nick forehead kisses her. Yeah, terrible. And leaves. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay, thank you. That's that's all, Nobody wants that to be your first kiss. I thought you were going to fight with me on that. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, no, I won't fight with you on that. What, like, are you a dog? Are you kissing your nephew? Like, what? why? Forehead kisses it's, are friend zone kisses in my mind. Yeah, like, but, but weirdly enough, she's like, oh my God, like, it's, we're, 
it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Like, and I'm just kind of like, no, like, I don't know if no. you know, but that's not how it happens. Like, no. that's not what's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be a nice kiss, not on your forehead. Because at the end of the movie, they actually kiss. They actually courtroom kiss. Yeah. Courtroom kiss. Yeah. What does courtroom kiss mean? Like they kissed in the courtroom. Oh, in the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a kind of kiss or something. I was no. like, what's a courtroom kiss? God, you got to get up with the lingo, girl. <laughs> you don't know what courtroom kisses are? Jeez. Sarah. Oh, my God. I was like, welcome to a, 2021. What's a courtroom kiss? <laughs> uh, there's a forehead kiss. There's yeah. a, <laughs> what's a courthead kiss? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'm all caught up now. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> oh, man. So that's kind of the, the climax of the movie. Then they have this this court case and everything's going down, and yeah. Susan's trying to prove Nick didn't find love yeah. on Love Guaranteed. And then all of a sudden... Turns out... I love you, Susan. You love me, too. Miss Whitaker, answer that question. I do. And they don't get the money. And they... And, and then they kiss. And then the, they kiss in the courtroom. Courtroom kiss. And then they courtroom kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tamara, the uh, owner right. of Love Guaranteed, is like, you know what? I'm going to hook you guys up with a little bit of money because, wow, what a motivational story. But here's the catch. You got to be <laughs> the new representatives of Love Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, so that they don't have to hire the actors to to do all of their promotions. Was yeah. it Brad and Laura? Brad and Brittany or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I mean, it's all tied up in a nice bow. And then, then they're walking out of the courtroom and all these paparazzi are taking pictures. Oh, my God, you're the love guaranteed people. The jury's still out on whether a dating site can guarantee love. But love guarantees a happy ending. So what do we do now? Go on an official first date or? Anything but a first date. And they kiss again on the courtroom steps, which is also not lingo. They literally <laughs> kissed on the courtroom steps, Sarah. <laughs> and and that's kind of the movie. Yeah. Quick facts. Quick facts. Susan's car is a Volkswagen Carmen Gia. I need your help with this. <laughs> no, I'm not going to help. Sound it out. How do you spell it? <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't even know how to say that. Gia? Could be Gia. So it's K A R M A N N. Carman Gia, I think. G H I A. Yeah. Carman Gia! Susan's car is a Volkswagen Carmen Gia circa 1972. I love how you're pretending like we're not going to leave all that other stuff in. Oh, we are? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, dang. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook and Damon Wayans Jr. are both left handed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, this is for all the Trekkies. When Susan walks by, the boat's moored, and you can see the boat that is labeled NCC-1701 in the background. This is the designation for the Starship Enterprise in Star Trek. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all. Weird... Oh, oh, that's all the facts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't have much on this one. <laughs> no. Uh, that's okay. It's pretty new. <laughs> best scenes? I did my best scene. My best scene, which we actually didn't talk about. Was the courtroom kiss? No, right, right. <laughs> Just kidding. Courtroom kiss. It's or the courtroom me- kiss. It's the meeting with uh, Tamara Taylor, played oh, by okay. Heather Graham. So she is the CEO of Love Guaranteed. She's very California tech executive. Hippie. Yeah, but like very spiritual, but also very fake, where they're like, mm. you know, she's misquoting, I can't remember, like Gandhi or yeah, something like that. Yeah, she said it was Gandhi and it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, and it was somebody else. 
I really liked this scene in the movie, the showdown with with mm-hmm. Tamara Taylor, Susan, and Nick, because I thought this movie, you know, especially Nick Damon, very comedic actor. I thought we could pull a little bit more comedy out of the movie. Yeah. But this scene was like, okay, like funny things are happening. <laughs> I am genuinely laughing. There's some comedic timing here. Heather Graham is actually a pretty good actress. She is. She's funny. She was good in it. The whole courtroom vibe. I'm like, okay, this is great. Um, and then the movie kind of chugged along, along from there, but that was certainly a, a good scene. I liked when they were like, mic drop, and then they left, and then they had to wait for the elevator And then they to had come, to wait for the elevator. And it was elevator. awkward. Are they staring at us? Yep, they are. Honorable mentions. Her assistants in the office, so her legal team, um, they provided some good comedic relief. Uh, they played great over-exaggerated characters for this movie. Yeah, the the female lead always needs those two sidekicks or henchmen, one sidekick. right? Kind of like n- not henchmen in like the villainous <laughs> way, not in the villainous way, I'm but murdering like murdering people, Sarah. Like, um, like her team, you know. <laughs> henchmen. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know my favorite part of Made in Manhattan. It's just all the maids are like J-Lo's henchmen, right? And they just team up and glamp her up. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. They're in the yeah, good, in the good Evil, way. No, no, um, no. Not the villainous. in Star Trek. Yeah. They're not villainous. They're the henchmen. Okay, what's we your honorable understand. mention? The cheese. This movie breaks the cheese scale for the amount of <laughs> it cheese. It does. It's... Remember Barney Stinson and How I Met Your Mother? How yeah. he's like, I hope you're not lactose intolerant because this is going to be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Dairy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is so cheesy. She, you know, even how it opens, right? She's at the office, blah, 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 whatever. Then she gets home. She lives beside her sister. She goes to the fridge. It's all takeout <laughs> containers. She pours herself a single glass of wine. Why? Because she's alone. And then she sits down on the couch looks out the window, of which it is raining outside. It is. And she just stares Only off into the house. distance while the pan, the, the camera slowly pans <laughs> away. Like, holy, even that one scene had more cheese than I think most of the movies we've recently done. It's true. It's true. It's a really cheesy movie. It is. And I just want to, and it, it's unabashedly, too. They're like, we're going to make this cheesy. I don't care what you think about it. It's going to yeah. be a cheesy romantic comedy. Because it's a pep and cheese pizza, like I talked about at the beginning. Extra cheese. Extra cheese on that pep and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They kiss while courtroom's in session. They have a little courtroom kiss. (laughs) Like the walking out of the courthouse and all the people are taking pictures of them. And they just totally for no reason at all kiss again. Like, yeah, it was. You're not getting married. People aren't taking pictures of you. (laughs) You're kissing. Like, hello. It's yeah. It's the cheese for me. It is. It is. What should have been? I don't have a what should have been for this one. I've got one what should have been just because I don't think Susan and Nick should have actually ended up together. Oh, what? Yeah. Why? No, Oof. I think they should have. I am throwing a big what? wrench in this movie. Yeah, I know. You're surprised by this. I feel like that would be the most ridiculous ending ever for them not to end up together. Yeah, I mean, in this movie, they end up together, but I'm just saying it doesn't last. They date for like a year and a half and then they split. Okay, what what's your ending then? Well, just because I, I think Nick wants somebody with a stronger personality. He's I think a, she's got a strong personality. She's okay. She's a wet blanket. She does the right thing all the time, which is really nice. She's sweet. She's cute. She's got great morals. But I think Nick needs somebody a little bit more like, and I know we're going TV show to movie, and I know there's a lawyer connection. I think he wants Donna from Suits. 
you know, she's a strong, empowered woman. She's going to push him no. on his BS because I think Nick has some BS in the background that somebody needs to push him on. Nah, I don't see it. Also, I don't know how Suits ends, so I don't know if she ends up with <coughs> doctor. But um, Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I'm going to bleep it out. Tell me. So pretending that didn't happen, <laughs> I think she should end up with Nick. No, I don't. I don't see it. I don't like it. Well, you don't have to like it. It's no, facts. Well, it's not fact. It's, it's throwing fact it's at you right now. Future possibility. Rewatchability. Yes, my rewatchability is as follows. <laughs> okay. Chemistry three. Storyline three. Thirst factor four because they had. Imagination three. Soundtrack one. I don't want to hear that song again. Cheese four. For an overall score of three out of five. Okay, so we went in a little bit different direction. I said chemistry 2.5. Okay. Well, Storyline 4.5. Oh, okay. I actually thought it was a very imaginative story. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a little bit unique. Thirst Factor, I only gave a three. Imagination, four. Soundtrack, two. Just for Tiffany. I actually don't mind that it's in the movie yeah, the entire time. Yeah, but they played time. it so much. Yeah, it's funny. Too many times. I even, in my notes, I literally have, wow, this Tiffany's a lot. And then, like, 30 <laughs> minutes later being like, Tiffany is funny. <laughs> I was I Tiffany is a lot. <laughs> Tiffany is funny. <laughs> so if you're watching this movie and 40 minutes in, you're like, ah, oh, Tiffany, don't worry. It's going to circle back. You're going to like it. It's, it there's oh an ebb and a flow to it. God. <laughs> and cheese, a goose egg. That's Wait. my first zero. No, no, no. But the cheesier it is, the higher the score you give it. Yeah. No, no, no. no. It's the quality of the cheese, Sarah. The no. cheese is my honorable mention because there's so much of it. Yeah. But I don't think it's good cheese. We see cheese in a very different way. Right, because you think cheese is a, a good thing. Well, it is the amount of it. So right, like it the was amount a, of it. That, it was a very cheesy movie. Yeah, that's what I'm so saying. So it would be a higher score, but no, the no, less no, cheese. the cheese is bad. No. More cheese isn't good cheese. No, it's the way you see the cheese. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Oh, my God. That's exactly it. And I see the cheese as being bad cheese. Fine. It's blue, moldy, whatever. Gouda. What's your Gross. score out of five? For a grand score of 2.6. What's your grand total again? Three. Wow. You like this movie a lot more than I did. No, it was cheesier, <laughs> which made the score higher. Okay, if you have any thoughts and opinions, specifically about the cheese, but also specifically just Specifically about, about the cheese, please. <laughs> we need also... to get to the bottom of this cheese. I don't think I'm wrong here. I Because there are cheesy know. movies, but it's good cheese, so I like that amount of cheese. I don't know. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we, can, we can put up a poll about that. So watch out for the about time and the notebook polls. And as There's well, lots the of polls polls. coming this week. There's a lot of stuff that we need your opinions on. <laughs> this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of Love Guaranteed, like we talked about off the top. If you are uh, listening to us on Spotify, give us a follow. Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. Leave a review. Uh, reach out on Instagram at Rom-Com Rewind. We're going to have a lot to talk about this week. Thanks for listening.